0: Thank you for tuning in to RTM Nation Online, where we believe that you will receive the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. If you would like to learn more about the ministry, click the link below. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Now, let's get into the message. Well, happy Mother's Day. Day. I wish all the ladies a happy Mother's Day. We're going to shed some light on mothers this morning. Isn't it good when the word of God can just bring clarity and correction to our lives? Yes. Well, today, I believe the word of God will strip away some misconceptions we have about ourselves, as well as rip away labels we have attached to ourselves without even knowing it. I also believe the word today will illuminate those areas in our lives that need adjustment. today, We will bring clarity to who you are based on God's word. God is such a good God. (laughs) And he wants great things for us. That's encouraging. God's word is encouraging. Said another way, God's God's word restores, it inspires, it strengthens, it advocates, it develops, it supports, it assists, it favors, it reinforces, and it further aids us in our walk as a believer. Although we're gonna be talking about moms as the major point of focus today, this message does have some gold nuggets in it for everybody. As a mom or a woman, I pray you're encouraged. As a man, I hope you gain a better appreciation of the value of us as a woman. Y'all ready to get started? (laughs) (laughs) To all the moms, at some point I'm sure you've had an impact on some child's life. You don't have to have given birth to to a child to impart, care for, and impact a child's life. To me, this is a day of appreciation for women who have chose to take the role of caretaker and have an impact in someone's life. All women are important, and this is a day of gratitude to verbally say thank you and show our appreciation and love for all that you do. More importantly, being motherly is not restricted to just raising children. Just like all people benefit, regardless of the age, benefit from having that father figure in their life, we also benefit from having that person that's like a mom. Ladies, I mentioned that part of my assignment today is to for you to leave here encouraged. By that I mean I want you to leave here knowing that you are loved, knowing in Christ you are really all that and more. In doing so, I must start with a discussion about us as women. Because in the body of each mother beats the heart of a woman. God had a plan for us from the beginning and he considered everything. He did not leave anything out. God was intentional with every detail, even the details that irritate the men to no end. (laughs) Yes, men, I know we can stomp on your nerves sometimes. However, I believe hearing a few pointers from a woman may help you modify your perspective. It may provide you with more insight to us ladies and how we think. You know how y'all always saying, y'all will never understand a woman? Well, let me share something with you. First of all, we are phenomenal. And could do about just about anything and do it well, I must say. Excuse that shameless plug, but the truth will make you free. Okay? <laughs> Moving on. The the truth is, if you're truly engaged with us, we're not hard to understand at all. So here are some points about us women. We are about application. Show us. Talk is just talk. Show us. Positive words mean a lot, but putting action to those words impacts us so much more. Sometimes words are not... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the faces. <laughs> Sometimes words are not enough based on our past history, which includes our past hurts, pains, tragedies, disappointment, and so on. Yes, we may get under your skin at times, but if you hang in there with us and love us, listen to us, have patience. What you will receive in return is priceless. A common belief is a woman's demeanor sets the tone for the household. You may have heard it said like this in plain talk. If mama ain't happy, then nobody in that house is happy, especially daddy. (laughs) No, I'm not asking you to be responsible for making us happy, but you sure should work on curbing the things you do that make us unhappy. more. There's more. There's more. (laughs) Do not despise our details. We women can be a bit much. It's important for us to operate in the fruits of the Spirit and maintain and demonstrate self-control and control our tongue. The words we fire out of our mouth may not always be productive, I know. But if you take, to take the time to reach the precious jewel inside, you in return will be treated like a king for life, and you will be good. Okay, back to my ladies. God's will and purpose for us is perfect, but many of us are not in his will or pursuing his purpose. This leads me to think about why us as women do the things we do we tend to make the same mistakes over and over. We're so busy getting our hands into multiple things, and we wonder why we end up in situations sometimes. I often think, why, is a group, why as a group of women, we are so confused as to who we are? We tend to, we tend to try to conform to what people say or what people call us. The Book of Romans tells us not to conform to this world. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, we're going to read that out of the King James Version. It reads, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Stop conforming to what the world says a woman is to be. You are not of the world. The world does not love you. But I know who does. The one who chose you loves you. In John chapter 15, verse 18, we're going to read that out of the NIV version. It reads, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it will love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Ladies, you are chosen by Christ. That is who you are. Say, I am chosen. I am chosen. And also, if you look over in the book of Peter, 1 Peter, it has this to say about us being chosen. We're going to start in verse 9, 1 Peter 2, verse 9, and I'm reading from the Amplified Classic. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation. God's own purchased special people that you may not set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Say, I am chosen. I am chosen. Yes, you are chosen, but that is not all you are. As we, as we continue on, there's still so much more. Indeed, life experiences can take the image we have of ourselves. I've told you my story. I come from a single parent household and I allow negative influences to, to devalue my self-worth. I let, <laughs> I let those influences butcher my self-esteem. That came from outside of the home, not inside. And just like with me, I'm sure you ladies too have stories. Whether there was a negative history hurtful, or whatever the case may have been. God never intended for us to take on those labels that were given to us by society or man. He already laid out both an an identity and a pathway for us even before we got here on earth. All of the insecurities and problems with identity stem from us taking on images that are not meant for us as believers. When interacting in the world system, You can rest assured you'll have some challenges if you don't know who you really are. The world offers us image after image, thought after thought, none of them delivering complete satisfaction or real peace about our identity. The problem is we do not shed those levels of labels attached to us. Anytime we don't have peace about who we are, every time we are not satisfied with our being, it may very well be because we are trying to fulfill a worldly label instead of thinking with our renewed minds. Those labels are spiritual, they're emotional, and they're mental weights. They drive us to continually strive to look like what we see on television, to put ourselves out there on social media in unflattering and promiscuous ways just to get more likes from strangers, Mm. to pursue some worldly ideal of whatever it means to be female. When we accepted the gift of salvation and made Jesus Lord of our life, our new life began. Shed those labels. What labels? Labels are what it means to be pretty. Labels are what it means to be successful. Labels are what it means to be happy. Labels are what it means to be a woman. If we ever hope to embrace the real us, We have to stop pursuing worldly ideals, ideals that just dress up us, dress us up on the outside and leave us hollow inside. We need our we need to offer ourselves to God fully and let the creator change us from the inside out. Because God knows who he designed us to be. In Romans chapter 12, the easy to read version states, we'll start with verse one. So I beg you, brothers and sisters, because of the great mercy God has shown us, offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him, an offering that is only for God and pleasing to him. Considering what he has done, it is only right that you should worship him in this way. Don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. This God change is a daily process, not a one-time thing. Mm -hmm. It's a continual renewal, a process to get us back to who we were at the start. So let's start at the beginning. In Genesis chapter 1, we're going to read from the voice version. And in this um, book, chapter, God identifies his plan for the human race. Starting in verse 26, it says, Now let us conceive a new creation, humanity, made in our image, fashioned according to our likeness, and let us grant them authority over all the earth, the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, the domesticated animals and the small creeping things, creeping creatures on the earth. So God did just that. He created humanity in his image, created them male and female. Then God blessed them and gave them this directive, be fruitful and multiply, populate the earth. I make you trustees of my estate, so care for my creation and rule over the fish of the sea the birds of the sky, and every creature that roams across the earth. What I want to focus on in this scripture, ladies, is that God gave both man and woman a directive. He did not just instruct the male. God gave us instructions on how to maintain and carry out the roles assigned to us. He gave us a part in taking care of his creation, which introduced motherhood. By the way, in verse 31, in the King James Version, he talks, God talks about seeing what he made and declaring it was good. I love the voice version because it just takes that to another level. It reads this way. God surveyed everything he had made, savoring its beauty and appreciating its goodness. Look at your neighbor and repeat, I am beautiful, I am beautiful. Because, God so. because God said so, and I'm going to savor it. I'm good. I'm good. Because God, so. because God said so. And I'm gonna appreciate it. And I'm gonna appreciate it. God says so, so that settles it. God says so, so that settles it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Another important thing in identifying who you are is to know that you are a beautiful and good creation. Amen. Point blank, you are intentional. Say I am intentional. I am intentional. That's right. You're not an accident. You're not an afterthought. In Jeremiah 1, chapter 1, God tells Jeremiah in verse 5. We're going to read that out of the Amplified Classic. Jeremiah 1, chapter 1, verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated, I set you apart, consecrating you. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. We're going to drop down to Jeremiah 29, Amplified Classic. In this particular chapter, Jeremiah, the prophet is writing a letter to the captives, reminding them that they are not forgotten. So in verse 11, he reminds them of the promise of God. He says, for I know the thoughts and plans I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome. Ladies, we have to know that our every facet has a purpose. God didn't make a mistake when creating us, and he has not forgotten us. As in Jeremiah, God knew from the womb, knew us from the womb, and he has good thoughts about us and wonderful plans for you. So rest assured, we are intentional Say, I am intentional. I am intentional. We are designed to be multifaceted and adaptable. He says a wife is a good thing to a man. Amen. We were made to be exceptional and a good partner. Yes. Yes. The same spirit that dwells in a man dwells in us also. We are able to have a relationship with God and hear from the Holy Spirit too. Yes. Yes. We are good help to others. Yes. Think about this. In the Bible, wisdom is referred to as the she. Wisdom was with God from the beginning and had a part in everything God created. Is it no wonder that God tells us to ask for godly wisdom? Even then, wisdom knew that she was going to be an awesome creation. (laughs) There's a phrase I heard that says God doesn't call the qualified that he qualifies the called. That is so true. Everything God has called us to do, he has equipped us to do. All we need to do is be willing and obedient, and we shall eat the good of the land. Okay, so far we've covered that we are chosen, we're beautiful, we're good, and we're intentional. Now let's talk about our roles as women. God wants good things for us, positive things. Whenever we come across negative words or actions that are used to identify us, that's not God. God already said everything was good. We need to learn how to access our benefits package. You do know we have benefits, right? God tells us daily he loads us with new benefits. Over in Psalms, chapter 69, verse 19, we're going to read that from the King James Version. It says, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. God gives us gifts, and I've never met a woman who does not like receiving gifts. (laughs) Well, we have access to one of the greatest greatest gifts, the Holy Spirit. And in John chapter chapter 16, Jesus tells us the role of the Holy Spirit. We're going to go there in the Amplified Classic starting at verse 13. It reads, But when He, the Spirit of of truth, the truth-giving Spirit comes, He will guide you into all the truth, the whole, full truth. For He will not speak His own message of His own authority, but He will tell whatever He hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to Him, and He will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. He will honor and glorify me because he will take care of, receive, draw upon what is mine and will reveal, declare, disclose, transmit to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That's what I meant when I said that he, the Spirit, will take the things that are mine and will will reveal, declare, disclose, and transmit to you. Believers, we have access to the Holy Spirit. Once we received salvation and the Holy Spirit came to reside on the inside of us, that was an awesome an awesome gift. How can we not have good success when we have the one who knows everything living on the inside of us? Think about it. You don't have to concern yourself with knowing it all. No one need be a superwoman.) Stop trying to do it on your own. You got to bring home the bacon, cook it up in the pan, Mm. and all that jazz. (laughs) I am woman, hear me roar. Why are you roaring? (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Ask the Holy Spirit, how do I delegate and accomplish all that needs to be done? He will give you wisdom. Let him in your household. Let him in your parenting. Hey, let him in your finances. Yes. Because even if you are bringing home the bacon, guess what? You may be able to have a personal chef to cook it up for you. Amen. Work smarter, not harder. Yes. <laughs> keep it up house. Hey, you may be able to get a housekeeper to help you keep the home. Right. The wisdom of the Holy Spirit will surprise you. Yes. He ain't said you had to do it all. That's right. Who told you that? I'm not saying you can't do it all. Just apply wisdom and become the best domestic engineer manager you can be. (laughs) I'm not even gonna front about it. I love the benefits of having a well-kept house and a home-cooked meal, but you best believe my desire is to have some help. (laughs) I don't particularly enjoy those duties, but I make sure they're taken care of. I'm not even going to sit here and tell y'all. I like cleaning and all that stuff. I know some people that enjoy that stuff. Ironing, doing laundry, the whole works. But that ain't me. (laughs) Let's just say it's a necessary thing so it gets done. But rest assured. One day a sister going to have some help. doesn't help, because he does. <laughs> Not that my children, both when they live with us and when they come, they do help. Amen, amen. But I'm talking about formal help. Amen. That is the desire of my heart. Amen. So don't knock my dream. <laughs> All you have to do is ask and listen. <laughs> I know the Bible says that faith comes by hearing. But the word also reads that faith without works is dead. Yeah. So I pray you all are not just hearing, but listening with the intent to take action if necessary. At a minimum, each one of us should be doing what's necessary to grow our relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember last week, Pastor talked about us, about relationships and how we must be engaging in relationships. Well, we must engage the Holy Spirit, He is there and we are there. But if we don't talk and listen to them, we miss out on what God has for us. We're gonna go more into talking about some women's roles because there are many. Even though I am speaking to the ladies, men there is some stuff in there for you too. You can get something from this also. We as women have many roles. We are daughters. Wives, mothers, sisters, aunts, friends, and the list goes on and on. We balance numerous relationships. And each role requires a different part of us. Mm -hmm. If we think about it, trying to meet those demands and roles, it can become a bit tedious at times. The expectations others have vary depending on what their need is at the time. Thank God we do not have to do it alone. When we consider the Counselor we have in the Holy Spirit, meeting those demands becomes easier. It's easy to give others counsel you receive from the Holy Spirit instead of giving your opinion. Less debate occurs. He will hit the necessary points and leave you with peace. Here's an example in the role of a, in my role as a mother. I recognize and acknowledge that God gave me three beautiful children. They are truly a good gift, and I love them dearly. As a mother to them, I was and I still am a nurturer, a protector, and and, an impart of God's word. I am to love them and pray for them. Those are a few of my tasks as a mother. You know what, though? I don't try to do it on my own. I cannot. I need help. Therefore, I consult with the creator of those children who knows their purpose and plan for their lives. In Isaiah chapter 64 in the King James Version, it reads this way. We're going to go to verse 8. It says, But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay, and thou our potter, and we all are the work of thy hand. Doesn't it make sense to consult with the creator? It's like trying to fix a car. I'm not a mechanic, and I don't understand the details about what made that car go. So if it's not working, I take it to someone who has the manual and understands the design and what all the parts are supposed to do. Same with our children. God knows their purpose and plan. And we need to ask him what is our part to help That purpose and plan come to fruition. There's also a scripture in Psalms 45, and it says something very special. Um, Psalms 45, chapter 1, I'm going to read this from the Amplified Classic. It says, my heart overflows with a goodly thing. I address my song to a king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. I like that. The tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Moms, listen. You are molding your children. You are shaping them. Every word you speak writes messages on the heart of a child. Thus, I can say this about every mom. A mom holds in her hands the opportunity to mold the pen that writes the future. Mothers, ladies, we gotta under we gotta understand our assignments and our roles. A mom is not defined by her societal role. A mom is dis, is defined by the purpose she fulfills. When looking at the Bible, you can observe clearly what a mom does by looking at Jesus. Yes, Jesus the man. What what did Jesus do with his disciples throughout his what did Jesus do with his disciples? Throughout his life, Jesus did all the things necessary to fulfill the scriptures. And along the way, he developed individuals that were capable of carrying on into the future. Jesus taught them how to pray, forgive, and believe God, and so much more. Mothers do the same thing. We help. We help build and mold the foundation upon which the future will stand. Every single characteristic that you see in Christ, if you really examine it, you'll likely find it exemplifies what parents do, in particular moms. Ladies, I want us to leave here knowing who we are. So say this with me once more. I am chosen. I am chosen. I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am good. I am good. I am intentional. I am a future builder. I am a future builder. I am my gods. I am my And he is mine. And he is mine. He belongs to me. He belongs to me. And I belong to him. I belong to him. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yes. Doesn't that feel right? Y'all believe I'm just about done. <laughs> but to close this out, as a family, I want us to make a confession. So this is for everyone. So men, you guys can join in too. Because this applies to you as well. So seeing if I want you to stand for this. No, you don't have to. Just repeat after me. I thank, you, Father, I thank you, Father, that we are your children, we are your children and, joint heirs with and joint heirs with Christ. We are chosen by you, God, we are by you, God and you love us. You, love us. You, loved us you loved us from the very beginning before we were birthed into this earth. We are designed with a special purpose, which is why you made each of us unique. Which is why you made you know everything about us. You know everything about us. Even the number of hairs on our head. Even the number of hairs on our head. In you. In you we, are righteous. we are righteous. In you. In you we, are overcomers. we are overcomers. We are bold. We are bold and courageous. And courageous. Men and women. of wisdom. wisdom. Father. Father. I thank, you I thank you that I know who, that I know who and, whose and whose I am. I I belong, I belong to, I am. to I am. And from this moment going forth, moment going forward, I am, I am. Will, be the will be the reasons behind the decisions, behind the decisions I, make. I, make. I make. I make a conscious decision, a conscious decision going forward, going forward to, stop to, fix my to stop trying to fix my problems, hand them over to you, and, hand them over to you and stay out of your business. It's in Jesus' name name we declare declare and believe believe all all we have said, said amen. Amen. We pray that today's message was a blessing to you. If you would like to help us further expand the vision, simply text the word GIVERTM to the number 41444 or visit us online at www.revealingtruth.org. Now remember, Jesus loves you.